0: is primetime sports wgns murfreesboro fm 101.9 fm 100.5 am 1450 streaming worldwide on WGNSports.com on our iphone and android apps and always at, at, at the game, the, 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 the game, the game. it's time to take you out to the ball game as news radio wgns primetime sports brings you prep baseball and softball coverage Swung on, bouncer second, could be two, flip the second one, on the first, it is! We'll take you to the first pitch with everything you need to know about today's game. Swung on,
1: high
2: fly ball, deep left field, and the park won't hold it.
0: There's a drive, deep left, this ball is gone, and what a shot.
2: It's the Primetime Sports Countdown to First Pitch. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. Since opening our law office in Murfreesboro on Medical Center Parkway, just across the street from the hospital. We've helped hundreds of people get the legal help they've needed when they've needed it the most. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com or call us for a free consultation. Remember, there's no fee unless we win your case. Now to John Dinkins and Brian Barrett who are standing by live
0: for today's broadcast. with the sports boys, John Dinkins and Brian Barrett we're getting a 12-20 start coming up here in softball. It's uh, Siegel against Coffee County and what is a rematch um, We didn't think we'd see somebody that we've seen before but here we are so uh, Siegel with 35 and 2 record and uh, Coffee County coming in here with a 31 6 and one record. Gotta get going. Let's do the starting lineups brought to you by Fans Heating and Air Winners Trophies and Loveless Fine Photography. And Brian, I'm going to give you the honors today. And Siegel is the home team today. All right, I'm going to give you the home team first. All right. Siegel Lady
2: Stars, as John told you, Sean Middleton's squad is thirty-five and two. They did play this Coffee County team in the region championship game and uh, beat them at Coffee County by a final of eight to two. That's been Last week, you know, a lot's happened. They got down, uh, went down to Soddy Daisy and had a quality win there to get to the state tournament. So um, you can just look at that comment opponent and say I think it's going to be a competitive game. Reagan Duran, junior left fielder, will lead it off for the Lady Stars. Lexi Medlock, the junior right fielder, batting second. Batting third, Jasmine Snead, the freshman stort, uh, shortstop for the Lady Stars. Claire Joukowsky is the senior third baseman. She'll be in the cleanup spot. It'll be Emily Hawks, the sophomore catcher, batting fifth. Lauren Lee, the senior center fielder, will bat sixth. Batting seventh, Riley Maupin, the junior designated player. In the eight hole, Sam Whitwell, the senior first baseman, and Hope Keaton will be the third baseman, or second baseman, and batting ninth. A quick break. We'll come back and give you more lineups from fans, heating, and air winners, trophies, and Loveless Fine Photography. Sur Pizza Favorite Pizza is now hiring at all three local locations That's right, we want you to join the Sir Pizza team Stop in at our East Main, Veterans Parkway, or Memorial Boulevard locations and let us know how you'd like to join the Sir Pizza family Also, we've made it even easier to order for out or delivery Just head on over to SirPizzaTN.com
3: Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again
2: Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. Craig's Tax Service is located just off Memorial on Heritage Park Drive. You can contact us at 890 2233. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890 2233 for an appointment. We are proud to support all Rutherford County student athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890 2233.
3: I'm State Form agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
2: All right, so fans, heating and air, winners, trophies, and loveless fine photography with your lineups. Again, to uh, remind you Siegel, Duran, Medlock, Snead, Chikowski Hawks, Lee, Maupin, Whitwell, Keaton, and it'll be Mary Bradley in the pitcher circle this afternoon for the Siegel Lady Stars. Now for the Coffee County. Lady Raiders, the Red Raiders, they are 31-6 and 1 on the season. One of those losses at the hands of the Lady Stars. Kaya Farrell, junior catcher, will bat first. It'll be Chesney Cox, the freshman right fielder, batting second. Batting third, sophomore designated player Caitlin Davis in the cleanup spot. Justice Turner, the senior second baseman. It's Carrie Munn, the senior pitcher, batting fifth. Batting sixth, Emily Schuster, the shortstop. She is a junior. Hayden Campbell, the junior first baseman, will bat seventh, batting eighth. Madison Pruitt, the freshman left fielder. And in the nine hole, it's Olivia Evans. She is a junior center fielder. The flex player is the third baseman, Olivia Real. She is a sophomore. So your lineup for Coffey County, Farrell, Cox, Davis, Turner, Munn, Schuster, Campbell, Pruitt, and Evans. And that's a look at your starting lineups
0: from Loveless Fine Photography. Fans heating and air and winner's trophies. And I want to say happy birthday to Emily Hawks, who is starting this game at catcher for Siegel. I think she's 16 today. Wow. So happy birthday and spending it probably where she just soon be here is anywhere. It's uh, on the ball field today. So... Sure Maybe she, Hopefully she'll be here a while. Yeah. If she weren't here, she would probably be at a softball field somewhere. That's that's <laughs> absolutely. She'd probably be here if they weren't in it. You know, well, that to, could be true, to too. To be honest with you. And, uh, again, Brian mentioned about the rematch, and uh, that was a big win for um, Siegel at the point in time. And uh, But they both were able to get here to the state tournament, and uh, this rematch is going to be very interesting to see. Uh, pitching is the name of the game. Mary Bradley, of course. Uh, Tremendous pitcher for Siegel, and for uh, Coffee County it's Carrie Munn. So a good matchup there on the on the pitching rubber, and we'll have to see just how well Siegel responds to hitting. They've struggled a little bit at the plate. Uh, they did have that big inning uh, to win that game yesterday, and to be quite honest with you, I didn't give us much of a shot. But an error, and then a couple of hits, and then Reagan Duran. Took care of business with a ground rule double that scored two runs to well, win the game.
2: Talk to Sean Middleton about that, you know,
0: and, uh,
2: you know, he said we're, we're going to have to hit better. And, and I think he knows that, obviously, as well. But uh, one of the things that came up in that conversation is maybe what happened to them yesterday was something that was positive enough to get those bats going here. And uh, playing a familiar opponent, I don't think they're going to be uh, – too cocky about it. I think they're going to go out here and and try to punch their ticket to the state's Final Four um, because that's what is on the line here. Your Final Four in the state in softball if you can win this game over Coffee County, come back and play Dixon County tomorrow to get to the Final Three and then uh, see if you can win three games tomorrow in a state championship. That's kind of
0: the road ahead for the Lady Stars, if you will. And I, I'm sure, Sean Middleton, if anybody on that team thinks they're cocky at this point, they might find themselves sitting on the bench because you can't afford to be cocky. This is this is it. So you've got to be a team all the way, and um, I think we're going to see good results out of the uh, Single Stars Tour today, hopefully. And uh, kind of explain to him, but while we've got just a second, we're going to do this game in completion, and then we're going to go uh, – you're leaving – Mm -hmm. And you're going to go to Siegel, and we're going to rejoin them probably in progress unless we just have a uh, human-like, superhuman-like effort, and we're out of here by 2 o'clock, which we could. Looks like it's
2: going to start here in just a couple of minutes. If it's an hour and a half, we'll be right there at game time. Should be. Siegel baseball, which I don't know if that's going to happen or not. We'll see. But Siegel baseball is playing this afternoon over at Siegel. They're battling Science Hill. Now, if you're uh, listening in to us, thinking about baseball, they have to win the first game over Science Hill to force the if necessary game in order to get to the state championship. So, um, probably what we're going to do this afternoon, win or lose, or, or you know, if, if Siegel baseball wins that first game, we're going to stick with that. Uh, through the afternoon because that's the game to try to get to the state championship and uh, we may have to miss the seagull game and just give you a uh, softball game and give some updates if they can get past this one so we'll just do as best we can also want to let you know that eagle girls uh, are playing in softball right now on the field behind us and they're playing halls which is out of uh, knoxville and we'll get you some updates on that game they are a few minutes ahead of
0: us here so we'll get updates on that through the afternoon yeah, we don't want to forget about our Eagle team. the uh, One and one so far in this state tournament. Having to come through the loser's bracket, so is Siegel. So uh, we're looking forward to that. The umpires are exchanging lineup cards, talking, uh, probably talking about Sean's uh, hat, you know, that kind of thing. Just anything they can talk about to, to rib him. He's still a little sensitive about the hat. Not the hat he's wearing. Oh, No, yeah. I'm talking about, well, his jungle safari hat he had on this morning.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, do want to give you kind of programming notes on where to find all of this stuff today because we will have Middle Tennessee baseball. Uh, it was scheduled for twelve fifteen airtime. That's looking like uh, it's going to be 1 o'clock-ish somewhere in there. Uh, the game before went long, Middle Tennessee playing Old Dominion. That will be on radio. We'll stay here on radio with you for this softball game. As far as we can, and then uh, we'll transition to all webs, uh, web stream, if you will. So uh, you can stay with this softball game right there, and the baseball game will be there until middle is over, and then we'll go back. It'll be a long day, we hope, of uh, local but sports But you can coverage. find us
0: somewhere, is your point.
2: Yes. You know,
0: even with MTSU playing. If you stay and with
2: the stream, you can catch us the whole time here, softball, baseball this afternoon.
0: 2-2 two, two after 1 at the Eagle Bowl game, so... We're uh, keeping close eyes of that. We've got a on-the-spot reporter that's going to come and, and do updates. Our man Murph. Yep, guy who's all around. Now the game is officially is officially official because Coach Zakowski has deemed it. Oh, is that right? Yep. He just came over, shook their hands, and said, "Now you can start." From the technical end of it. Well, he know. is he is the uh, official scorer.
2: Um, maybe for this game. I know he is for for Siegel. He uh, does a lot of that. He goes to a lot of places. Has been an official scorer for the TSSAA. He's actually going to the University of Louisville to do that for their uh, college volleyball team. So really good at that. I did want to say Chuck McAlpin was just down here. He kind of coordinates all the softball, and he's got a lot going on with all the fields that are, are here, and he always comes to check on us and make sure that uh, we've got a spot and everything, so I want to th- say hats off to him with the
0: TSSAA. All right, Mary Bradley getting in her warm-up tosses as we are going to be a Route a raw ship. What's the word I'm using? Raucous crowd. Yes, uh, over at Coffee County over there, and they've got their own microphone. So that's the Coffee County crowd, but they're singing "Happy Birthday" to Emily Hawks. Well, that's neat. Yeah. Maybe she'll tip her helmet. <laughs> I'm glad they did that. That was that was really sweet. And the umpire gave her a pat on the head. So. And that's all the funs he can have now. We've got to yep. get serious. Jacowski's going to be over at third for the Stars. And it's uh, Snead at short, Keaton at second, Whitwell over at first. Hawks doing the catching. And the outfield is Duran in left, Lee in center, and Medlock in right. And you won't find a better outfield anywhere.
2: Just took my papers away. No, I'm oh. giving you these. Oh, I get the really here. good
0: copy for once? In 25 years, I get the get the main copy. Wow. Well, I just realized you're going to be here a lot longer than I am. So so it's not really a promotion. It's just, you know, I'm oh. not going to be here. Okay. Stepping in is Kia Farrell, the junior catcher for Coffee County, a left-handed hitter. Mary Bradley on the mound, and her first pitch is a strike called on the outside corner 0-1. Farrell, well, not your prototypical catcher. She's really tall. And must have some really good speed being in that leadoff spot. Here's the pitch. Swung on, lined into center field. A base hit. Going to get by, and it's going to roll to the wall. Nice play by Lee picking it up, but it's still a double to start off the game. So a leadoff double for Kia Farrell, and the Red Raiders in business here in the top of the first. Kind of a, not an overcast day, I'd say partly cloudy. Some sun, there is some clouds that come overhead. 40% chance of rain today, but I don't think we're anywhere close to that so far right now. So a leadoff double by Farrell, here's Chesney Cox. Freshman right fielder in the pitch to her. There's a ball, one ball, no strikes. Boy, I, I hated that you missed that game yesterday, Brian. No, uh, I listened to you. Classic, classic comeback. When things look darkest, there's a pitch, Bundy. It's going to be a good one. Throw to first is in time to retire. Cox, and going to third is Kia Farrell. Good sacrifice. That brings up Caitlin Davis, the designated hitter. She is a sophomore, so in this lineup, a good mixture for Coffee County of freshmen, sophomores, and juniors and seniors. Only, what, I think three seniors on this team in the starting lineup, anyway. Bradley with the pitch. Ball high, one ball, no strikes. This is where you could use a strikeout. Infield is partially in. I wouldn't say they're totally, but. If they can get a chance to get a play at home, they would. Swung on, fouled at the plate. Count even at a ball and a strike.
2: John, they have made a change in the lineup. Hayden Campbell uh, was the second batter instead oh. of Chesney Cox, and Chesney Cox is going to be the uh, take the seven hole. So they have just done a switcheroo right there on us, last minute change for Coffee County.
0: And that's a strike called. One ball, two strikes, the count here to Caitlin Davis. Here's the wind by Bradley and the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss. That was huge. Huge strikeout. First of the game for Mary, and that brings up Justice Turner, a senior, second baseman. Well, my lineup looks awful now. Scratchy. I'll have to make some changes. And I had the good paper. I finally got the good sheets. <laughs> it's all for naught. Pitch inside. A ball. One and zero. Brian to the rescue. Yeah, with wideout. out. Is it too late though? I have to do it. I can't do that. I can't use that thing. Mm. You're not going to help me. I w- I'll okay. help you. I just. I got it covered. Okay. One ball, no strikes. The pitch swung on, popped up, out of play. And good chase by Whitwell, but to no avail. It's the ball and a strike now. That's going to be perfect. To Justice Turner. Open stands for, here's the pitch. Change up in there for a strike. And it's one and two. Two out, a runner at third for the Red Raiders. Bradley on the rubber. Here's the pitch. Swung on, Blooped over Steen's head, and the run's going to score. The pitch was really good, but she just got enough of it. A little blue single to left center field, and it is 1-0, Coffee County. That brings up Carrie Munn, the pitcher. Boy, that helps her immediately get a run. Munn, a right-handed batter. Runner first is Justice. Pitch is high, one ball, no strikes. Seems like siegel has been plagued with somebody getting the first run of the game. You know, always having to kind of play from behind. There's a drive to left field, but foul by Munn. Well, a double, a bunt, sacrifice, which that turned out to be big. And getting her to third, and then a strikeout, and then a single and an RBI for Turner. And Munn the batter. The wind by Bradley in the pitch. Just a little low, and it's even at a ball and a strike. Two balls, make that two balls and a strike. Tchaikovsky a few feet from third, coming in a little bit. Now she backs up a step or two, and the pitch. Swung on, popped it up. Whitwell there with a catch, and a nice play there by Sam Whitwell, but Coffey County gets a run on two hits. There were no errors and there was one red raider left. At the end of the top of the first, it's one nothing Coffee County over Siegel.
2: Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. It's not the same old school photographers. We do one senior at a time. Allen says in addition to the tux or drape portraits, you'll find they'll get very creative. It's not your daddy's
1: senior picture, let me tell you. They want to do the cool stuff, and we do it for them.
2: View the online gallery at lovelessphotography.com. It's one-on-one all the way. Loveless Photography, 615-890-1558. Parks Auction, we handle everything.
3: You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do, they walk you through it. It's been my Experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it.
2: Visit our website at parksauction.com. Hi, there. to have parks auction? 896 4600. Stan Vaught and the parks auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU 830, sports.
3: 830, 830, 830. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
0: And, Brian, tell us who's sponsoring us today because we couldn't do it without them. No, could not. Fans heating and
2: air. Some of the uh, sponsors, Middle Tennessee Electric, Sir Pizza, Bowen's Body Shop, and Franklin's Printworks. And do want to give a shout-out and a congratulations to Rockvale's Amani Sharif, state long jump champion.
0: I know, Amani. Congratulations. That's awesome. Played basketball, of course, you may remember. I meant to tell you, I had a tuna sandwich in my backpack. Oh boy! And I was going to give it to you to take to Siegel, but I'm, I'm sitting on the backpack now, so I don't know how good that tuna sandwich is going to taste to you. No, and we've been here for an hour and a half. I don't know how much how good it would. I did leave you. I did pack you a little lunch meat there, a little something, a little low carb. It's on this side right here. All right, Reagan Duran going to lead off here as Siegel trailing one nothing. Duran. The junior left fielder and the swing and a foul back out of play. Duran two for four yesterday, but the, everybody probably in the mer- entire state knows she had the ground rule double that scored two runs in the bottom of the ninth to win it for Siegel, which got him here today. Well, she has been red hot. Hope that continues today and tomorrow. And pitches high. One ball, one strike. I was going to research, and I, I tried it this morning. I didn't have enough time, but. I was going to research each star and tell you how many hits they've had, what kind of, and their batting average for the state tournament. But uh, I just ran out of time this morning trying to get here. 1 1 pitch. But it would be interesting to see her batting average. I'm saying I'm looking at 675 maybe. I think two hits yesterday, three hits a game before. Here's the 1 1 pitch to Reagan. Swung on, popped her up. Coming back, calling for it, the shortstop and makes the catch. That's Schuster. A lot of green showing on that glove on that one. That was close play. Very close. So Reagan is out, and that brings up Lexi Medlock, the right fielder, a junior. We're going to go through this lineup, and you're going to see or you're going to hear very few seniors mentioned. So they're going to be – what you might call uh, a monster next year as well. Here's the pitch, and it's a ball low to Medlock, another junior.
2: Well, you never know when you come into a tournament, John, but, you know, they came into the tournament probably the favorite to get there. Um, They're going to have to work really hard to to
0: get to the championship game, but it can be done. Tennessean had them predicted to win the thing, and I don't think Coach Middleton was real crazy about that. You don't want that monkey on your back. He mentioned that. Yeah. Ball and a strike to Lexi Medlock. She's had a good uh, state tournament as well.
2: I think maybe that's not just that in particular, but they've kind of played with a
0: weight on their shoulder. Swung on. Bouncer to second. Going to have to hurry, and the first baseman drops the ball, and Medlock's safe. That's going to be an E3, I believe. Kind of ran. I don't know if the ball was thrown into the direction of Medlock, but she's on there at first. I don't really care how she got on, as long as she gets on. You know,
2: Campbell. The the throw was kind of wild over there to Campbell too, and she was off the bag. I don't know that she would have ever caught her, but
0: well, with in a her, clean
2: throw, it probably yeah, would have. in
0: her haste, I think she threw into Le- Medlock. Yeah, yep. And Campbell also is left-handed, so that made it awkward for her. Pitches a ball. So instead of two out and nobody on, we've got one out and one on at first. Jasmine Sneed, the freshman shortstop for Siegel, is up. Had a double last uh, game. Here's the pitch. Strike is called. And it's one and one.
2: Middle Tennessee baseball will go on uh, one o'clock on radio and 1-15 uh, first pitch as they take on Old Dominion in the Conference USA Tournament. The wind in the pitch, fastball, swung on and missed.
0: It's up in her eyes, and it's 1-2. Around the infield, that is Campbell at first, Cox at second, um, Turner at second, Schuster at short, Real at third, Pruitt, Evans, and Cox in the outfield, and doing the catching is Farrell. And the pitch, strike three called to Jasmine Sneed. First strikeout of the game for Munn, who is on the mound for Coffee County, and that brings up Claire Jukowski, the senior third baseman. Steps in there. Right-handed hitter with a slightly open stance. Munn's wind into the pitch. Ball outside. One ball, no strikes. In that ninth... Tchakowski, or in the in one inning, they've walked her a couple of times intentionally and uh, paid off for them both times because they couldn't get it in. Swing and a miss. Thought they had the game won in the eighth, in the bottom of the eighth, and finally won it in the bottom of the ninth after a home run by Daniel Boone, not the person, the, s- the school. I think Tchakowski was intentionally walked right
2: before that, ground rule double.
0: Well, that was Duran, so that would have been... Okay, yeah, have that been. was in the eighth it when she was been. intensely walked. Yeah. Been some really good games in this Triple A tournament. She's ahead in the count here. Two balls, no strikes. And the pitch. Strike called right at the knees, two and one. I think what... Uh, Segal beat them 6-2, uh, beat Coffee County. I think oh, it was 8-2. 8-2. If I remember right. So that's a little motivation for Coffee County. 2-1 pitch, swing and a miss. Evidently it was 2-2, and it is a strikeout. The second of the game, second here in this inning, and no runs, there was an error, and one left stranded. We've completed one. It's Coffee County 1, Segal nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball.
2: Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casses Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door and hope you find the customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed Supply caters to all homeowners with a quarter acre to several acres, focusing on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. And yes, you can even get milk from the MTSU Dairy at Las Casses Feed Supply, the best milk in town. Las Casses Feed on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East
4: in Las Casses. You've changed thousands of diapers, played hours of peek-a-boo and duck-duck-goose. You do anything to protect your kids. I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and it's important to protect them with life insurance. I can make it easy and affordable for you to protect your family.
3: Life insurance is a discussion that makes most people want to change the subject rather than admit they don't have enough. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson. I can help you focus on how benefits of life insurance actually live on by helping pay off a house or sending the kids to college. Give me a call today at 893-9898.
4: I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
3: My good
2: neighbor, State Farm Agent Dana Womack, located at 805 South Church Street between Farm Credit and the Post Office. That's State Farm Agent Dana Womack at 900
0: 0877. And it'll be Emily Schuster, Disney Cox, and Madison Pruitt leading off here in the bottom of the first. Coffee County leading at 1 0. They pieced together a couple of hits in the first inning, and the wind and the pitch swung on a base hit left field. Duran over to grab it and throws it in, and another leadoff hit for Coffee County. Well, that uh,
2: game at Coffee County, John, that Siegel won eight to two. Siegel had to come back from behind in that game, so you know it's been a quick start for the lady. Red Raiders here. Siegel needs to
0: hold them and get things going. Bradley's pitched. Didn't mean to. Fouled it down the left field line. Well, she really choked up on the bat that time. No balls and a strike. And now she's going to have a little conference with a third-base coach because uh, I don't think she followed the sign correctly. And now Emily goes out and talks to Mary. And Brian I'm going to talk to you. So we're all having conversations. Should I say anything? Birthday not having conversations. Should I say anything? Birthday no, no, that's okay. <laughs> the birthday girl is back behind the plate. And Cox getting ready to check back in there and she does. The wine by Bradley and here is the pitch. Low in the dirt and it's 1 and 1. This is do or die. There's no tomorrow if you lose this game. Same for Siegel, same for Eagleball. So we're all the Rutherford County teams are all in the same boat. Top of the third, 2 2 Eagleball in that, their that softball. That's a game. timely update there. The pitch. And she smacks one down the third baseline. It was foul. Jakowski was all over that one. Eagleball is playing Halls, Knox Halls. So 2 2 in that one in the third.
2: You're going to continue to get updates when I leave you here shortly.
0: I don't know that I know Panama, though. I'm not really sure. (laughs) Maybe a piece of paper to write it on. One, two, pitch. Strike three called, and Cox is retired. That is the second strikeout for Mary Bradley. And it brings up Madison Pruitt, the left fielder, wearing number 17 today, this freshman. Left-handed batter, Schuster down at first. The wind in the pitch, outside. One ball, no strikes. How about that, maybe we can just keep like a little yeah, running score there you down go. there. I'll draw maybe a line. Can, yeah. Can Can Murph write? Maybe he that? can write it <laughs> on there for you. <laughs> Our Murph, Murph's, reporter. Murph's actually reporter, very intelligent. The pitch, bunted, and another great bunt. Throw to first in time. Dukowski over it, and the runner goes to second. So another sacrifice bunt. And Schuster now in scoring position at second base for Olivia Evans, the center fielder. Sun coming back out. When it's in, it's very comfortable, but when it comes out, it's pretty tough. Fan has turned been turned more toward Brian. I know for sure it has. Pitches a ball,
2: one ball, no strikes. Temperature is uh, 81, feels like 85, and only supposed to get up to 84 today. So we've already eclipsed the high. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the 1-0. Outside, two balls, no strikes. Or at least the feels like. I guess the regular temperature is just 81, but not yeah. as hot today. I don't
0: think as it has been the last few. Doesn't seem quite as humid today. Yeah, Here's the pitch. 2-0 swung on, fouled out of play. Count even now, two balls, two strikes. Runner at second for Coffey County. There are two out, but there were two out in the top of the first, and they scored. She'll have to really poke one out there, though, to score her. The pitch. Swung on, bouncer right back to the mound. Bradley has it, flips the first, inning over. Good inning for the Stars, no runs, one hit. There was one left. We've completed one and a half going to the bottom of the second. Coffee County up, one nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan Franz Concrete.
2: Your 401k is likely one of your most important assets, but it's only one part of a comprehensive retirement strategy. Edward Jones can help you understand how your retirement assets fit into your entire retirement picture so that you can work toward meeting your unique retirement goals. Contact me, Lee Colvin, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC.
4: I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
2: You buy Sir Pizza, J. Mullins jewelry, carpets by Osborne, winner's trophies, Donut Country, and Parks Auction, just to kind of let you know what's going on here. In about 10 minutes, we'll break away on radio and uh, stay with this game streaming. Radio will have Middle Tennessee baseball in the Conference USA Tournament versus... And I'm going to be leaving John here to take care of the Lady Stars and get set up and ready to bring you Seagull Baseball immediately
0: following this game, streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, give us a good positive on the way out. What time does Siegel play when they win the Lady Stars? They'll play Dixon County at 4 o'clock this afternoon. All right. Pitch swung on, fouled. Emily Hawks, the batter, She'll be followed by Lauren Lee and Riley Moppin. First three hitters in the Seagull lineup. They're trailing 1 0. We're in the bottom of the second. Here's the wind in the pitch. And it's low. One ball, one strike. Good luck over there, Brian. Good luck. Just shake your head. Okay drive safe. Buckle up. The pitch. Swung on. Popped up to the left side and out of play. And the count 0-2 now to Emily Hawks. Emily. The stars dressed in their teal blue and little navy on the letters and uh, pinstripe pants. Red Raiders all white with red trim. Red numbers. Whoop, I changed my mind to keep the fan. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Here's the 0-2. Swung on and missed. Third strikeout for Kerry Munn. And that's going to bring up Lauren Lee, the senior center fielder for the Stars, has had a good series at the plate. A couple of hits, a couple of stolen bases. Right-handed banner steps in here against Kerry Munn. One out in the bottom of the second. Here's the wine in the pitch. Takes it high, showed bunt. So Campbell and Real came riding down in, down the third base and first base line pretty hard there. 1-0 to Lauren. The wind and the one pitch from Munn. Down low, two balls, no strikes. Siegel with arguably the, I guess, the best outfield I know in the state that I'm aware of. The pitch, swung on, foul back. All three have great speed. Not a whole lot gets by them. One ball, two strikes. Uh, That should be two balls, two strikes, I think. Let me see what the umpire is going to say. Hopefully he'll... 2-2. Winding the pitch high. Count is full now. Three balls, two strikes. Lee steps out. They're waiting, I think, to retrieve a ball here. Now they're ready. Lee gets ready to step back in. She has a 3-2 count on her with one out. And the wind in the pitch, swinging a miss. Well, that's the fourth strikeout in the row for Kerry Munn. Looking really good for Coffee County here early. And now controversy whether there were three, two strikes on there. So Lauren's going to stand there and wait. That's what the controversy is, and the the scoreboard was wrong, and they had to change it. Now what do you do? The umpires are going to talk it over, and here comes the Coffee County head coach. And uh, they have corrected it. Three balls, two strikes. It was really nice. The umpire apologized to Lauren Lee. So the count now is three balls and two strikes. So we can erase that hopefully off of Lauren Lee here, the pitch, ball low, she walked her. So that was pivotal right there puts a runner at first with one out. So instead of the fourth strikeout, it's the first walk. And the wine in the first pitch to Riley Maupin. He swung on and foul. Good chase there by Real. Couldn't come up with it. And it's 0-1 to Maupin. Whitwell would be next if Riley can get on. And maybe have some runners in scoring position. There's one out, we're having to correct that as well on the scoreboard. He's got two, making everybody know for sure. Pitches outside, the throw down is gonna be out. Well, let me see. They held up a fist, but Lauren is still out there. Yep, so I guess she's safe. But I could swore I saw him hold up his hand, but we'll take it, get stolen base by Lauren Lee. Second baseman kind of had the plate uh, the bag blocked. And it's one and one to Maupin with the tiny run down at second base. And the pitch. Bunted gonna get the runner to third and does. There's two away. And Lee down at third for Sam Whitwell. The senior first baseman. Wearing 35 today. She switches back and forth from 53 to 35. She's 35 today. Wearing number 35. Okay. Okay. And we're fixing to go to streaming here in just a few minutes. Stay with us here. And the pitch. Strike call to Whitwell. Whitwell had a big hit yesterday in that bottom of the ninth. Kept the inning alive. There was nobody out but her hit was really huge along with Keaton and Moppin. Bottom of the order came through and Duran finished it. Pitches a strike called. And it's 0-2. Kerry Munn, Kerry Munn with three strikeouts already. 0-2, Whitwell steps back in there and here's the pitch. Strike three called, three straight pitches and the fourth strikeout for Kerry Munn. No runs. There was a walk. No hits. And one left stranded. We've completed two. It's still Coffee County one, single nothing. And uh, we're going to look now as we go here to the top of the third. It's going to lead off here with Kia Farrell, Hayden Campbell, and Caitlin Davis, the top of the order. And unusual thing the umpires are getting together they're they're still discussing i think they may want to change some of the things that they do that they want to do and the flagship station discussing for that last blue play. Raiders
2: sports conference usa champs Raiders win the championship news radio wgns murfreesboro that one is gone that is a
0: two run homer. One nothing is our score here in the, the top of the third, and uh, Coffee County leading it. And they are still basically still in uh, conversation mode. Now it's over. And we go to the top of the third. Coffee County will be batting here, and Farrell will lead it off. She doubled and scored in her first time up. And it brings up Farrell as she walks or actually runs to the plate. Left-handed hitter went to left center field with her hit in the first. And now gonna tie her shoestring, which is okay. It's Really dusty out there on the field today. Really dry. Didn't really get a lot of rain overnight or any any during the game yesterday. It was a steady drizzle for a little while. Wine in the pitch. Swung on, shot to second. Up with it is Keaton. Throw to first in plenty of time for out number one. That's a big bat to retire in the inning but we're not expecting as good of luck tomorrow. An 80% chance of rain, which may either delay or cancel some games. We'll just have to kind of, and it's like I told Brian, we we'll just take it a game at a time. Here's the pitch. Strike called to Hayden, uh, Hayden Campbell, the first baseman. Left-handed hitter, and she throws left as well. She had a bunt sacrifice in the first. Wine in the pitch. Swung on and line foul down the third baseline. And she's in the hole, no balls, two strikes. Mary Bradley with two strikeouts in the game so far. Get some encouragement from her infielders. And Campbell getting ready to step back in there for Coffee County. Here's the pitch, that one sells high. And it's one and two. Campbell didn't bite on that one. And Campbell now steps back in there. The wind by Bradley, and here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, struck her out. Strikeout number three for Hayden Campbell, uh, for Mary Bradley, excuse me. And the victim was Hayden Campbell. Brings up Kaylin Davis, who has struck out her one plate appearance. She's the number three hitter for the Raiders. And she gets herself ready and so does Mary Bradley. And the pitch to her, swung on, popped up left side and a nice play by Joukowsky and the inning is over. It's a three up, three down for Mary Bradley. We're going to the bottom of the third. Our score, Coffee County one single nothing here on State Farm Prep Softball. And the Blue Raiders win
3: again. Man, I really need to get some new MT gear. Where are you going? I thought I'd go to the bookstore. Bookstore? I thought you wanted gear. Businesses always put what they're most proud of in their name. So where do you go? Raider Tees. They have tees, polos, hats, chairs, tents, artwork, everything blue for the true Blue Raider fan. They're just off Broad Street behind Chewy's Restaurant on Ridgely Road.
0: Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees.
2: Bigger, better, and go blue. Know that we are here for you too.
4: I'm State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
0: Denny's and Airs Funeral Home scoreboard update: top of the fourth, Eagleville and Hall still tied two-two. Here it's one nothing Coffee County as we go to the bottom of the third, and it'll be Hope Keaton, Reagan Duran, and Alexi Medlock to lead it off. Siegel came in with this game a 35 and two record, and Coffee County 31 six and one. So Kerry Munn, who has four strikeouts in the game so far. In fact, the Stars do not have a hit up to this point. Although the Lexi Medlock grounder is debatable. And I would not argue with you at all about that either. So Hope Keaton, the junior, steps in for the Stars. Munn from the rubber in the pitch. Strike called. 0 and one And Sun has gone back in, and we're very comfortable out here right now at Starplex. There are a lot of people here. The Wine in the pitch. That's a ball as foul as she just barely made contact. Ain't going to come back. It's interesting when you're in the state tournament. First two get, first two days, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, even the first three days, a lot of crowd. But when you get to the championship, you realize you only have two teams left in it, and it starts to dwindle as some of the teams in the losing bracket go home. It's, it's kind of amazing to watch. Like the afternoon game, this afternoon game will not be quite as packed as the other. There's a blue foul down the left field line by Keaton. And it's still two strikes on her, which is understandable if you live in East Tennessee and you're not gonna come watch two Middle Tennessee teams play or that kind of thing. It's a long way from home. Munn looks in. Now she's ready. The pitch. Oh, that was close. Can't believe that wasn't a strike. Wow. Neither could the Raider catcher, but we'll take it. One ball, two strikes. Munn. The wind in the pitch. Swing and a foul. She stays alive. That one might have got a piece of her hand there. One ball, two strikes. And uh, Keaton. And Dalton, I'm hearing some uh, Little Tennessee stuff on uh, my side. Just want to let you know, swung on, bounced to her first. And Campbell, in her haste, really put a hard tag on her and dropped the ball. So Keaton is on after battling. And she's at first, being E3 on the play. Coffee County trying to help here and that's going to bring up Reagan Duran the left fielder Reagan ready shows bunt Keaton takes off they're going to throw her out i believe no she's safe i, I i've not realized the umpire's call here he puts up a fist so Keaton is in there my apologies, but I'm just not reading his signal. And now Coffey County wants a little discussion about that because it appeared that the tag beat the throw beater. There's a one ball, no strike count on Duran. So Siegel got a good situation here with a. Error at first, and then Keaton went to second on the stolen base. I think they can argue that all they want to, but I don't think that's going to change. And it doesn't. I don't know. I don't think it's ever ever changed. It was bang, bang. I can tell you that for sure. And here's Reagan Duran, the left fielder again, with a one ball, no strike count. Runner in scoring position, nobody out. So Munn in some uh, third-inning trouble. The pitch, bunted, popped it up, and caught by Real down at third, crowd number one. So Reagan retired, that brings up Lexi Medlock. She was trying to get her to third, and just popped it up in the air a little bit. Medlock reached on an air her first time up in the first. The wind in the pitch, ball inside The throw down, safe at third. Hope did beat that one, I believe, for sure. She slid under the tag. Now let's see what they're calling here. They're gonna call her out. Boy, this is not good. I don't know what, I don't really know what's going on. They're going to straighten it out. Sean Middleton is upset. And if that's the case, we'll just have to figure it out. And now an umpire conversation. Jordan goes out. So Keaton's still down there at third. We're just going to wait and see, but I, I think he overruled that call. The initial call was safe by the third base umpire. That's why they have three umpires out here. And now the home plate umpire is going to have a discussion and she's out. Boy, that's that's a shame. I don't know whether the other umpire overruled him or not. That was kind of crazy. So caught stealing, I guess. I'll find out from Sean after the game and he is not happy. I don't blame him. One call safe and then you get overturned. Here's the pitch. Ball inside, one ball, no strikes. I mean, the first-base umpire came running over, and evidently he saw something the third-base umpire didn't. Two balls, no strikes. The pitch swung on. Pretty well hit right field, but it's going to be caught out there by Cox. So, Midlock retired on a fly ball to right field. No runs. There was an error, and one person left. Well, nobody left after they caught stealing, I guess. It's all confusing. We'll go to the uh, fourth inning. Bottom of the third, Coffee County lead now leads 1-0.
3: Here's Amy Byers.
4: If you've not been to MGMC.com lately... might want to check it out. It's got a whole new look and it is very easy to navigate.
1: Check
2: out Middle Tennessee Electric's new website, mtemc.com.
4: It's a great opportunity to learn more about Middle Tennessee Electric, being able to pay your bill, and check that out for more information.
2: mtemc.com. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. What are some of the advantages that Carpets by Osborne has?
4: Being a family business and being uh, locally owned and operated, we do free estimates. We have our own subcontractors that work for our business. We will come out, look at your floor covering. Throughout the whole process, you deal with an individual. You're not passed off to different contractors. We handle it from start to finish.
3: Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball. we we'll go to the top of the fourth,
0: and it'll be Turner, Munn, and Schuster leading off for Coffee County after a very confusing third inning. Top of the fifth on our Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard. Eagleville and Hall still tied up at two. Good game going on over there. Turner singled and drove in the only uh, run of this game. Back in the first. Mary Bradley with the wine in the pitch, swing and a miss. And it's 0-1. The wine in the pitch. Sells up high. It's one ball, one strike. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Swung on, popped up to center field deep. It's out of here. Boy, you talk about carrying that thing just kept going and going and going. And Justice Turner has done it again here in the fourth with a leadoff homer and Coffee County now leads it 2-0. Thank goodness, it was just a solo blast. So another run scores for Coffee County. I mean, it just took off. Lee did everything she could. She ran into the fence trying to get it and just kept carrying. When it first hit, it looked like it was going to be medium five ball. Just kept carrying out of here. Here's the pitch. Strike called, no, ball, 1-1-0. One, one oh. So it's 2-0, Coffee County here in the fourth. Carrie Munn, the batter. And the pitch. There oh, she go, this you go yes, it's a strike, 1-1. One one. It's been the Justice Turner show so far, a single and an RBI and a home run. And Munn steps back in there with a 1-1 count. Bradley with the pitch. Swing up in her eyes, she fouled it back. And she's in the hole, one ball, two strikes. Eagleville Hall's 2-2, top of the fifth. One, uh, make it 2 nothing here, Coffey County. Here's the wind in the pitch. Swung on and hit foul down the third baseline. I'm right behind the home plate umpire, and it blinded me a little bit from how hard that ball was hit. I didn't pick it up till Lee was drifting back. It was hit. The pitch. That hit her. So on a one-two count, Munn's going to reach on a hit batter here. And she's down at first. With nobody out, brings up Emily Schuster, singled in the second. So a runner at first, no outs for the Red Raiders. Wish I had better news for you up to this point, but I do not. The wind by Bradley and here's the pitch. She bunts it and it's perfect. Tchaikovsky gonna have to hurry and does. Makes a nice play and the runner goes to second. Well, they've done a good job of sacrificing today. And brings up Chesney Knox, who struck out in the second. Runner at second, one out now. Cox steps in there, the right fielder, and the wind by Bradley in the pitch swung up and missed as it kind of got up in her eyes there, and it's 0 1. Munn down at uh, second. She's the pitcher, of course. There's the wine in the pitch from Bradley. Strike called on the outside corner. Good pitch there by Mary. And it's 0-2. We'll be joined Brian Barrett after this ball game at Siegel High School. where Siegel battling their baseball life as well. Swung on, popped up, out of play. Just... We stand out there to keep it alive, Cox did. Bradley. Waiting on Cox to step back in. Now she's ready. And the pitch. Swung on, bounced to second. Going to first in time as Keaton throws her out. 4-3 on the putout, but going to third now is Munn. And that's going to be uh, two outs here with Madison Pruitt, the batter, sacrificed her first time up. That was back in the second. Been a rough game for the officials today, the umpires. Here's the pitch. Swung on and That hit Emily a little bit. Back behind the plate. And it's 0-1 on the swing and miss. Bradley with the pitch outside. I laughed a little bit there. Mary was flicking a fly or a... Hornet or something off of her before she delivered that pitch. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. High. It's two and one. Runner down at third, two out. Need to keep her from home. Here's the pitch. Ball's high. If Pruitt reaches, well, Evans would be next. 2-0 Coffee County. We're in the top half of the fourth. The wind in the pitch. Swung on. Popped up out of play. Big battle going on here between Pruitt and Bradley. Now we're back ready, two balls, two strikes, the pitch, swing and a miss, her out, and that is strikeout number four for Mary Bradley and a big one. But they get a lead off Homer, off of the bat of Justice Turner, and they strand one after a batter was hit, and we go now to the bottom of the fourth, it's Coffee County two, single nothing. I just customized and paid for my pizza on the new
3: Little Caesars app. Then I skipped the register and picked up my pizza at my own heated pizza portal. This is
2: the
1: best way to get pizza
2: ever. Use our mobile app to create your favorite extra most bestest pizza with the nation's most cheese and toppings in our new pizza portal. Or walk in and pick up a large hot and ready five meat feast for only $9. Little Caesars with four Murfreesboro locations on Memorial Boulevard, Old Fort, Rutherford Boulevard, and Warrior Drive. Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza.
4: In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Jeannie Allman. to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance call me today at 615-896-2013
2: your ride your stuff you live with them together i'm state farm agent andy wama it's smart to protect them together to help life go right give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters
4: i'm state farm agent celeste middleton and you're listening to prep softball
0: Bottom of the fourth for the Signal Stars. It'll be Sneed, Jukowski, and Hawks, the three, four, and five hitters, to face Kerry Munn, who has a 2 0 lead now as we go to the fourth. Need to get some hits. Been short and few from far between. In fact, unless they counted Lexi Medlock's as a hit, they only have they have none other than that one. And I had that in my book as a, reaching on an error. So. I would be glad to be told I was wrong there. Sneed the batter. She struck out in the first. Munn has four strikeouts and so does Bradley. So that's even in that department. And the wine in the first pitch, swung on, foul, back out of play. So in one, I think Brian, before he left was talking about the seniors Sneeds a freshman, but Jakowski a senior, Whitwell a senior, go, go, go. Lee a senior. They remember that 2019 go, go, go. state tournament. Like to get back there again. And the pitch is low. One ball, one strike, with a different outcome. Go, go, go. Finishing second in the state is nothing to cry home about. That was a really great achievement. Here's the pitch. Swung on, line drive. Caught. Unbelievable. Jasmine Sneed's got a feel she snake bit. Pruitt looked like it was a sinking line drive, and Pruitt just stuck out her glove, and it's then there. So for the first out of the inning. And Siegel during this uh, spring fling has had a lot of that happen as well. Here's Claire Joukowsky, struck out back in the first. So Snead is robbed by Madison Pruitt and brings up Joukowsky, the pitch. Strike called on the outside corner, 0-1. Joukowsky gets back in there. The 0-1 pitch, swung on, pretty well hit the right. Coming on though and making a great catch again is Cox. So two quick outs, although both hit pretty well for stars here in the fourth, and brings up Emily Hawks, struck out back in the second. Emily the birthday girl Hawks. And got sung to by the opposing team. That's pretty amazing for the fans. Pitch, swung on, shot to third. Nice pickup by Reel. Throw the first over her hand. Hawks is going to reach. It's going to be an E5. And Hawks is on. We're going to get a runner for Hawks. and now a meeting on the mound here is going to happen and um while we're doing that i'm going to find out uh, that is ella barksdale running as the red raiders have a little conference on the circle the pitching circle coffee county leading two nothing here and emily hawks the batter our game tonight Brought to you by good neighbor State Farm agent David Wilson, located at 2744 South Church Street near Indian Hills. at State Farm agent David Wilson, 893-9898. Conference is over. And here comes Lauren Lee, who walked and stole a base. Actually, stole two in the second inning. Runner at first, two out. Here's the pitch, swing and a miss. Took a little something off of that one. Barksdale running for Hawks is at first. Lee gonna step back in there. It's just been some odd, odd plays, some good plays by the the opposition. It's just changed the tournament, throw down to first, she's safe. As Barksdale eats a ton of dirt down there, or dust, it's everywhere. And it's 0-2 the count. Well, you got to try to protect the plate here. Moppin would be next if Lauren could reach. Here's the pitch from Munn. That was close. But it's a ball. One ball, two strikes. Two good catches in the outfield, and then an e- a throwing error by Real, and here we are. Swing and a miss, struck her out, that's strikeout number five for Carrie Munn. And we've completed four. It's Coffee County 2, single-nothing here on State
3: Farm Prep Softball
2: Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. And you can bet they'll be there to capture memories from sports games, school concerts, graduations, proms, choir events, and more. If it's a school event, Loveless is probably there. And your photos can be viewed and purchased at lovelessphotography.com. They've got lots of galleries, so spend some time discovering at lovelessphotography.com. 615-890-1558.
4: I'm State Farm Agent Dana Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
0: Our game today brought to you by Sir Pizza, sponsor of our Game and Coaches Show podcast. Find them at WGNSSports.com or wherever you listen to audio. Sir Pizza on East Main, South Church Street, and Memorial Boulevard. We're going now to the top of the fifth. Coffee County with a 2-0 lead. And they're going to send up Olivia Evans and then the top of the order. And Mary Bradley, who's unfortunately... Pitch from behind in most of these games out here at the state tournament. Her job here is to hold them to two runs and gives Siegel a very good shot. Here's the wind and the pitch from Bradley to Evans. Strike called outside corner 0-1. Two runs on three hits for the Red Raiders. Bradley ready, now the pitch. Swung on, shot through the hole, left side, base hit. Lead-off single for Evans, just poked it out there. And that is the fourth hit for Coffee County. Brings up the top of the order, Kia Farrell, who's doubled, scored a run, and bounced to second. One for two. So that's when that... Clean off batter gets on, things get crazy, and uh, Bradley going to concentrate here, and the pitch. Pitch is high, one ball, no strikes. Everybody coming in, expecting a bunt. Everybody here in at Starplex and surrounding areas expecting a bunt on this one. One ball, no strikes. Mary's ready, the pitch. Bunted it down the third base side. Schakowsky goes to first. He gets her. And the runner at second now is Evans. They threw back behind her and almost got her, but she was safe. So Farrell sacrifices. Every time they have sacrificed it, it's been successful. And that brings up Hayden Campbell. She sacrificed in the first and struck out in the third. Got a runner down at second and one out pitch. Takes it a little high. One ball, no strikes. That was a fastball. Just floated a little high. And the wind by Bradley in the pitch. There's a strike. Nope. Yeah, a strike. scoreboard and I are not in agreement, just want to tell you. Here's the pitch from Bradley, swing and a miss. One ball, two strikes, I win again. One and two on Campbell, Davis would be next. The pitch swung on, lined in the left. ran over quickly to hold her at third. Boy, Reagan did a good job of getting that ball in. And now, Coffee County really threatening with runners at first and third as Campbell lines it to left, going the other way again with another single. And here comes Caitlin Davis, struck out and popped up. And Emily goes out to talk to her, a little conversation with Bradley, how they want to pitch to Kaitlyn Davis, the sophomore. Two nothing, Toffee County threatening to get more here in the fifth. And stepping in here is Davis now. She's ready to pitch to her. There's a ball, one ball, no strikes. And the runner goes down to second. That's Campbell. Ball was a little bit in the dirt, but no way Emily could get to it. That's Hawks. One ball, no strikes. Here's the wind in the pitch. Jammed her inside. Good pitch. It's one and one. Evans at third. Campbell at second. One out in the inning. This is the one of the crucial bats right here. She's a bad number three batter. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed, same spot. Hard to do anything with that pitch. Good movement there by Bradley. And she's out in front now, one ball, two strikes to Kaitlyn Davis. She steps back in, the pitch. Swung on, foul back out of play on a fastball. Count remains, one ball, two strikes. Siegel softball now. We'll have Siegel baseball coming up at 2 o'clock or as soon as this game is over. Here's the wind in the one two pitch. High. Count even now, two balls, two strikes. Evans singled. She was sacrificed to second, and then Campbell singled. And then stole second, so that's how where we are now, with one out. The wind by Bradley, here it is. Swung on, popped up, left side. It looks like is gonna have room and does. Big out. And it brings up public enemy number one for the single stars, that's Justice Turner, singled and drove in a run in the first, homered in the fourth. And Bradley going to have to face her another time here. Hopefully we can win the battle this time. It's going to take a two-out hit for Coffey County. The pitch is way outside. One ball, no strikes. I'm not sure that Mary's going to give her a lot to hit. She loads the bases up. So be it. The wind in the pitch. Swung on, popped up to second, and Mary Bradley gets out of it with no runs scoring. No runs on two hits. There were two Raiders left. We're going to go now to the bottom of the fifth. Siegel trails it 2 0 to Coffee County.
2: Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brandon Craig with Craig's Tax Service. We're proud to support all Rutherford County athletes. Craig's Tax Service reminds you that it makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We've been serving Rutherford County since 1988. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. We're just off Memorial Boulevard at 142 Heritage Park Drive. You'll feel the difference at Jerry Potts Car Care when you walk in the door at 2420 Southgate Boulevard.
4: It's family. I feel we offer an alternative to having to go to the dealer.
2: That's Stacy Potts' office at Jerry Potts Car Care.
4: We treat everybody with respect. We're going to fix their vehicle how we would fix our own vehicle and make it safe. And we stand behind everything.
2: Jerry Potts Car Care, just off South Church by the County School Board Office.
4: 2420 Southgate
0: Boulevard, 867-6622. I'm State Farm Agent David Wilson, and you're listening to Prep Softball. Our game tonight brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Bud Morris, located at 3245 Franklin Road, just down from Franklin Road Christian School. That's State Farm Agent Bud Morris, 893-1417. Across the way on a Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home scoreboard, it's still 2-2 Eagleville and Halls. They're going to the top of the 7th. Got a good one there and got a good one here. Segal needs some hits, some runs. They trail two nothing, going to the bottom of the fifth. But as we saw yesterday, don't count out the stars at any time. Riley Maupin gonna lead it off. She sacrificed her first time up. Here's the wine in the pitch, swung on, good cut, fouled down the left field line, 0-1. Come out to this park. You might as well expect maybe to have to take a shower when you get home. So the dust in here—it's really dry. Been that way for a few days. You Get a little dirty. It'll feel a little dirty. There's the pitch. It's outside. One ball, one strike. Carrie Munn's pitched a really good game. She struck out five and walked one. The wind by Munn, the pitch, swung on, foul back. And she's out in front of Maupin, one ball, two strikes. Maupin, Whitwell, and Keaton here in the fifth. In that Eagleville game, they scored, I think, Eagleville scored in the top of the first, and then uh, Hall scored in the third. Both runs to tie it, and that's where they've been. Just outside, and it's two balls, two strikes. Maupin steps back in there. She's been a tough little out. Good at bats this ter- this series. Swung on, fly ball foul down the right field line. The Red Raider defense has played really well. Particularly, they've made a couple errors, but not the outfield. They have made two really fine plays. Two and two the count. Mopping back in there. Munn's pitch. Strike three called. Strike out number six. Nipped the outside corner with that one. And there's one out in the fifth. And here brings up Sammy Whitwell. In this game, you play at four, lose, you go home. Swung on, fouled, out of play. Munn steps back to the circle. And it's 0-1. The pitch. Just a little low, one ball, one strike. One out in the fifth, nobody on. Sam Whitwell, one of those seniors we were talking about, had a really good year. The wine in the pitch, there's a strike, same spot. Same story, one ball, two strikes. You have a tendency to give up on that ball, then it nips that corner coming across. Sun coming down pretty strongly right now, the one-two pitch. Swing and a miss, struck her out. Strikeout number seven for Munn. And it's gonna bring up the number nine hitter, Hope Keaton, the junior, reached on an error back in the third. And she was a part of that controversial play She was called out down at third after stealing second and one of the umpires saying she was safe. The other said no. Munn slaps the glove. I don't know why, but she's ready. Pretty fired up right now. The pitch swung on, popped foul out of play. Four losses difference between these two teams. Segal 35 and two and Coffee County 31 and six. Oh, Farrell gets the sign and here's the pitch. Swung on, fouled again. Oh, Keaton, the junior getting ready to step back in there. We've had a ton of foul balls in this game. Munn's pitch. Swung on, bounced right back to her, throw to first in time, and a very easy inning for Carrie Munn, who's pitching quite a game up to this point. We've completed five. It's 2-0 Coffee County over Siegel here on State Farm. Prep softball.
2: From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. You just say Rick's, and it means barbecue. That's Mike Lanning at Rick's Barbecue.
0: Just one chance to eat it, I think you'll come back consistently all the
2: time. And you've got to try that loaded baked potato. We get a lot of compliments on our potatoes. They're loaded down with butter and sour cream and cheese, bacon bits, and loaded with whatever choice of meat you want, beef, ham, pork, or chicken. Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive just
3: off South Church Street.
0: Our game today brought to you by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, T Mark Construction, Personnel's National Bank of Middle Tennessee, Craig's Tax Service, and Loveless Fine Photography. The money, and the Coffee County with a 2-0 lead here in the top of the six will send up Carrie Munn, Emily Schuster, and Chesney Knox. And the wine and the pitch inside a ball. I would think that Coffee County doesn't care whether she gets a hit or not, just keep pitching like she's pitching. One ball, no strikes, the pitch. That one sells high. Two balls, no strikes. Two nothing Coffee County. And a do or die game for both of these teams. Good news from field four over there as Eagleville has defeated Halls by a score of three to two. So they keep advancing and the wine in the pitch. Strike called. Oh and one. They got three and one, sorry. Munn taking all the way. The wine in the pitch. That's high, she walked First walk given up by Mary Bradley in the game. And Munn is down at first. Let's see, they had the leadoff batter on in the first, the second, the fourth, the fifth, and now the sixth. And that brings up Emily Schuster, the shortstop, singled in the second, bunted in the fourth. So congratulations to the Lady Eagles of Eagleville. They win it three to two. They're still alive. And I would assume they'll play at uh, 4 o'clock this afternoon. Big insurance run out there for Coffee County. The wine in the pitch. That one's a little low. Maybe there was no no pitch at all. Nothing on the scoreboard indicating here's the pitch. Butts it. Butts it foul. One ball, one strike. I was right again. It's John's two scoreboard nothing. One ball, one strike. Schuster steps back in there. She'll probably be bunting again, and she is and does. It's foul. Sukowski was all over it. And now it's one and two. We'll see if she continues to bunt. Getting late here in this one. Top of the sixth. Can't afford to give them any more, I don't, wouldn't think. And the wind in the pitch. High. Two balls, two strikes. Was not funny this time. The 2 2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck her out. That's a big strikeout for Mary. And that's her. Let's see. Still looking here. That's her fifth. And brings up Chesney Cox, struck out and grounded to second. 0 for 2. Down at first is still Carrie Munn. The wind in the pitch. Swung on, popped up. Sneed under it, makes the catch at her shortstop position for out number two. And brings up Madison Pruitt, who has sacrificed and struck out. They had, uh, Madison was up, I think, in a first and third situation and uh, wasn't able to deliver for Coffee County, so here's another chance for her here in the sixth. Runner at first, two out. Ball gets away, and that immediately gets Munn to second. Pitcher, Kerry Munn, and a 1-0 count to Pruitt. Insurance run down there for Cobb County, the pitch. Just missed. I mean, just missed. Two balls and no strikes. In fact, Emily asked her, asked him where that was. 2-0 2-0 the count, and the pitch. Low, three balls, no strikes. There's a base empty at first. Red Raiders with five hits on the day. The wind and the pitch, low, that one dropped down low. And it's another walk, second walk of the inning. Bradley getting a little frustrated, I think, and that's gonna bring up Olivia Evans who grounded to the mound and has singled. She's one for two. Bradley with her second walk of the game, two in this inning. Here's the pitch. It's all low. It's the same spot i will give the home plate umpire that and now a little conference on the mound which gives us a chance to talk about our friends at rick's barbecue and at rick's man i'm telling you they have fresh never frozen pure meats they smoke their meats the old-fashioned way using real hickory wood on specially designed pits from barbecue ribs smoked chicken slaw dogs and loaded baked potatoes rick's barbecue is ready to feed your hungry family that's rick rick's barbecue Carry out drive through on Warrior Drive or contact him at richbbq.com. One ball, no strikes. Here's the pitch. High, two balls, no strikes now to Evans. This is an important hitter in this inning. Got the top of the order coming up for Coffey County. The wind and the pitch. That was a strike. Two balls, one strike. Mary Bradley winds, pitches, swung on, right back to Mary and the inning is over. Boy, that was a big, big out in that inning. Goes one to three on the put out, no runs. There were two hits, Uh, excuse me, two walks and two left. And we have completed now five and a half going to the bottom of the six. Come on, Stars, it's two nothing, Coffee County.
3: Your home, your auto, together they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto.
4: With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton. Give me a call at 615 895 2700 And let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less.
2: Middle Tennessee Christian School. Training for Eternity. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
0: Our game today brought to you by good neighbor State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, located in Smyrna at 199 Enon Springs Road, west at Hazelwood Drive. That's State Farm Agent Emerson Williams, 459-2683. I want to thank all our sponsors. We couldn't do this without them, and we appreciate them very much. We're going to the bottom of the sixth. Coffee County still leading 2-0. Carrie Munn has left the Stars hitless in this game, although they have had base runners in the first, the second, and the fourth. Carrie Munn with a three-up, three-down fifth inning. Let's see what she does in the sixth. Maybe running the bases has worn her out. Swung on, line drive, foul down the left field line. It's Reagan Duran who is 0 for 2, tried to sacrifice in the third, popped it up. Reagan Duran, Lexi Midlock, and Jasmine Sneed. This is uh, the next two innings really. The meat of the order. One through six. The wine in the pitch. Swung on, line drive left field. They'll make that center field base hit. And Duran is on. So, some signs of life for the offensive of Siegel and Duran starts it off with a single to center. And here's Medlock. Well, it really works together when these two are out one at first and Medlock at the plate. It always seems good things seem to happen. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Medlock reached on an error in the first, fly to center in the third. And the first pitch is a ball from Munn. One ball, no strikes. Munn with six strikeouts, winds, and the pitch. Swung on, high fly ball. It's going to drop. Wasn't expecting that one, and they've got something going here. Medlock with another single. The way the shortstop, Schuster, went out, I thought she had this one locked down, but it just floated over her head. So runners at first and second. Nobody out. And here's Jasmine Snead who struck out and was robbed in the fourth inning by Pruitt and left. The pitch. Outside, one ball, no strikes. Well, the tying runs are on. We just need to get them over. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Got to take advantage of opportunities. The wind in the pitch, that's a ball. Two balls, no strikes. Two singles. The pitch, swung on, popped up into the infield. The second baseman, Turner says she's got it and she does for out number one. And brings up Claire Joukowsky. Struck out and flied to right. She's 0 for two. So you got your number four hitter up here. In a big situation. The pitch, sells up high, one ball, no strikes. Hawks would follow Joukowsky. Tough part of the order for Munn to go through. Farrell looking for a sign, now she gets it. Munn's ready, the pitch. Little low. Two balls, no strikes. She fell behind Sneed 2-0, and got her to pop up to the second baseman. See what the game plan is for Claire, the pitch. Strike right, called in there, two and one. Well, for Joukowsky, you had to take that one. Good chance to load the bases up. Two-one pitch for Mun. Here it is. Outside and high, three and one. Only well, Claire has walked a lot in this series and also... In this state tournament, also has been hit by a pitch a couple times. Three balls and a strike. Pitch for Claire to hit if she wants it, to her liking. Munn's pitch. Swinging a miss. Boy, she was aiming for it. Came up empty. The count is full now. Three balls, two strikes. Kukowski steps out. Munn is ready. The pitch, swung on, chopped to short, bobbled, no play. They're going to go home with it, and they're going to score. Duran never stopped. It's 2-1. to one. It's going to be an E-6. And Duran scores from third. She went and raced home all the way from second. So the current situation is... Medlock is at second, Joukowsky's at first, one out. (coughs) And here's Emily Hawks. There is one out. The pitch to her, swung on, popped up to the screen. And out of play. Thank goodness for that screen at Starplex. So it looks like it's going to be another photo finish for Siegel. They trail. It is just the bottom of the sixth, however. Runners at first and second, one out. The pitch. Swung on, bouncer. Stopped by the second baseman. Throw to first in time. And what a play by Turner. Winter. Went off her feet, snagged it, and had enough to throw out Emily Hawks for out number two. Runners go now to second and third. Well, that was that could be what turned out a very big play for Coffee County. And now they're gonna have a little conference. This is just a, just a little conference. Eighth grader Addie Linton had nine strikeouts pitching, hit a solo home run in the bottom of the seventh to win it. She has 21 Ks this week, so a good, good state tournament for Addie Linton, the eighth grader. Eagleville wins it three to two, and they are advancing to the four o'clock game. I would think two to one here. We're in the bottom of the sixth, two out, runners at second and third. I thought Emily Hawks had a hit for sure. What a play by Turner for Coffee County. So it's up to Lauren Lee, who's walked and struck out. He's stolen a couple of bases. Two out. The infield is back with two out. Now, do I do recall now Lauren Lee's got good speed and there's an empty base at first. Bunts it. It's perfect if they get it. They get her in time. Lauren Lee is gonna. Boy, she just can't believe it. It was close, bang, bang. A good bunt, but a good play by Farrell to throw to first in time. That goes two to three. And, but Siegel does get a run. One run on two hits after the excitement is over. They strand two, and we go to the top of the seventh now. Our score Coffee County two, Siegel one.
3: For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard heating and air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory trained, experienced professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give fans heating and air a call today 615 893 7930. 615 893 793. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from fans, heating, and air.
4: I'm State Former agent Emerson Williams, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
0: We go to the top of the seventh, and it's going to be Kia Farrell leading it off for Coffee County. They survived the sixth, clinging to a one run lead. It's 2 1, Coffee County going to the seventh. And here's the pitch from Bradley. Swung on, popped up left side. Tchaikovsky on her horse. Can't get there. What an effort. Let's see if she's all right. She banged in that fence pretty good. Farrell, Campbell, and Davis here in the Coffee County 7th. play with Lee was close but the play that really mattered was Turner's play on Hawks I think because I think that was going through swung on pretty well hit left center field Lee going back can't get there it's going to go all the way to the fence and another leadoff double for Kia Farrell it's going the other way with it and rolled all the way to the fence Lee on her horse got there and kept her to a double So Hayden Campbell, I'm almost positive, will be bunting. Nope, she didn't that time. Hayden Campbell with a bunt in the first, a strikeout and a single in the fifth. Left-handed batter. Bradley's pitch on the way. Ball's high, it's 2-0. and oh. That's the sixth hit for Coffee County. Here's the pitch. Strike called, outside corner, two and one. Count is two and one, same with the score, two and one. Coffee County on top. The pitch swung on, fouled back. To the left of the screen, so Eagleville a winner. They're they're going to advance. Siegel trying to come back from a two-one deficit, and the Siegel Stars have just started, or if they started on time, yeah, I'm sure they did. So they're starting up baseball over at Siegel High School, which Brian will be there as soon as the conclusion of this game, which we hope is a happy ending. Swing and a miss, and the count even. No, it's a strikeout. And that is strikeout number six for Mary Bradley. And here's Kaitlyn Davis. Struck out, popped up, popped up in the fifth. She's 0 for 3. Bradley looks in, now she's ready to pitch. Swung on, line foul down the third baseline. That was very close. Breathe a sigh of relief there because that ball went all the way almost out of the park where the net where the fencing net ends and I don't know what they do if it goes down that far I guess it can't possibly be fair down that way Davis to be followed by Turner I, the pitch swung on there's a shot off of the glove of Schakowsky no play runners at first and third And Farrell gets up slowly for Coffee County. Shot off the glove of Joukowsky. This is a single for Davis. And runners are at first and third. And they're gonna get a runner, I think. They're gonna look, look at Farrell. She's kind of telling them to go back. Said nope. They do get a runner for Kaelin Davis. and that is Olivia Real. So here's Justin Turner who's homeward and singled. Drove in both runs and they're gonna let Real go down to second base without a throw. There's only one out in the inning. It's 2-1, Coffee County threatening to get more here in the seventh. The wind in the pitch. Swung on, shot to short. Snead goes home, goes to first for one out, and she throws it away. And he's going to score two. As Farrell went home on the throw to first, she scored, then the overthrow. Drives in Caitlin Davis, a real running for her, and it is now four to one. So Turner is out, six to three. Give her an RBI. The second RBI is on an error on the overthrow, and with two out and. A four-to-one lead. Here's Munn. The pitch. Swung on and missed. 0-1. The bases have been cleared. A big seventh inning here for Coffey County to drive in two more to make it four-to-one. Makes the battle even tougher in the seventh. Swung on. High fly ball. Right field. And camping under it is midlock for the out. But not before. Coffee County gets two runs on two hits. There was an error in the inning, and nobody left. we got to go get them. We're down 4-1 to one going to the bottom of the seventh.
4: Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life.
2: For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences, class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today, Balfour Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard.
3: Balfour Tennessee, online at balfourtn.com. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, and you're listening to Prep Softball.
0: State Farm Press Sports on News Radio WGNS is brought to you in part by Balfour Tennessee, Josh Houston and Associates, Little Caesars Pizza, and Last Chance Feed Supply. Last chance for the Seagull Stars. They trail four to one going to the bottom of the seventh, and it's going to bring up the seven, eight, nine hitters: Moppin, Whitwell, and Keaton. And quite coincidental, they're the group that uh, started the rally yesterday. So maybe it, history will repeat itself. Carrie okay. Munn has given up two hits, one run. And the pitch. Ball outside, one ball, no strikes. There have been three Coffee County errors in the game. Make that four. Pitch down low. She hasn't walked anybody, but she has been falling behind lately, some of the hitters. Her pitch is uh, 3-0 now to Mopping, who's going to try to get on any way she can. Bottom of the seventh, Coffey County leading 4-1. Trying to advance the pitch. There's a strike. Mopping taking all the way. I don't blame her at all. Three balls and a strike. I think Moppin might take another one here. Nope, she's so swinging away and fouls it back. Got a good rip, just missed it. Three balls, two strikes. I want to thank Michael Hagney for those updates, those Eagleville updates. Eagleville a winner today, three to two. Addie Linton with a home run in the seventh. There's Maupin popping it up left side. Does she have room? She does for out number one. so maupin pops up to the third baseman real and it's going to bring up sam whitwell who is struck out in the second called out in the fifth on strikes 0 for two we will be joining brian barrett at Siegel high school there's a strike immediately after this game well not maybe not quite immediately i'll give you a few stats before we go but We'll take about a three-minute commercial break and then join him. Here's the wind and the pitch. Swung on, lined in the center, base hit. Boy, clutch hit there. Woodwell keeps the inning going, but has reached base. Here's this pitch, and bounced foul down the third baseline. And Keaton will step back in there.
2: Appreciate
0: his effort too. That's not easy in this heat, coming back and forth from field to field. Here's the wind and the pitch. Swung on, line foul down Sean Middleton Way. And the count still remains. One ball, two strikes. Whitwell at first, one out. (laughs) Kerry Munn pitched a great game. Only three hits allowed. The Seagull Stars, the pitch. Swung on, shot to third. They go to second for the first out, and a little confusion, and they call her safe. Well, what happened on that play? Schuster was so close to the bag, she decided to cover, but I think Turner was supposed to cover, and they call her safe. So Whitwell hustling down to second base, and now conversation will be taking place in the pitching circle, and here's the situation. It's got to be a fielder's choice for Keaton, but now you're getting up some serious hitters for Siegel. Bottom of the order's done their job again today, as they did yesterday, and here's Reagan Duran, the top of the order coming up. There's one out. Third baseman real play, handled it perfectly, and then. Was, Thought about first and went to second at the last second. I think that's where the mix-up came. The throw was okay. It just wasn't in time. And now some question of whether she was safe or out. He just wants, to, wants it explained, I guess. Talks to that umpire. Now he's going to go to the other umpire, and they're going to talk. But they're not going to overturn it. And if they would, they would've, Sean Middleton probably would've thrown the hat in the middle of the field. So here we are, one out, runners at first and second. Three run shot, Reagan will do it if you want to go deep. I'm wishing, I'm hoping. Here's the wine in the pitch. Ball low, one ball, no strikes. Brand was the hero yesterday. Let's see if she can do it again. No pressure. One ball, no strikes. Munn, pitch swung on, pretty well hit, but it's caught. Boy, she hit that well. And fly ball out there and Cox takes the catch. There's two away and that's gonna bring up the last hope for the Stars, Lexi Medlock. She was trying, Reagan was trying. Really believe it. You got good contact. And here's Lexi Medlock, who is singled. She's one for three. Runners still at first and second. They couldn't tag on that play. And really, you don't want to be the third out trying to tag up. Pitches to Medlock is inside a ball. It's 4 1. It would take a three-run shot to tie it. Here's the pitch. Strike called. One ball, one strike. Munn gets the signal from the dugout. Now she's ready. The pitch swung on, popped up. Shadow left. Coming in and making the play is Pruitt. And that's your ball game. Final score: Siegel and uh, Coffee County. Coffee County wins it by a score of four to one. I want to quickly give some hit uh, stats here. Mary Bradley gave up four runs in the game, but uh, she pitched well and had six strikeouts. Uh, but the game belonged to Carrie, Carrie Munn today for Coffee County. Uh, gave up only one run and three hits. Make that four hits. And just pitched beautifully today for coffee.